Welcome to Got Something to Say with Johnny Reinhardt, highlighting the people and events making the news and making a difference on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Got Something to Say is brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guest today is Elisa. Hi, Elisa. How are you? Hi, Johnny. I'm good today. Great to have you. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, something I think is really great, a great resource in our community that many people may not realize is in our community, and that is Al-Anon. So tell me a little bit more about Al-Anon. What is Al-Anon to begin with? So Al-Anon is um, a program, a resource, a support group for friends and family of people who struggle with alcohol or addiction. Um, Yeah. And this is something that is available to people, I mean, not too far from here. It's not like you have to drive very far, because when we say Southwest Michigan, yeah. That can be a pretty broad, uh, wide area, but um, so this is for people. Who are some of the people that would be going to these Al-Anon, uh, whether meetings or, uh, you know, talking to people for these resources? Yeah, so we do have a Berrien County Al-Anon group. It's, it's located in Stevensville, Michigan at the Alano House, which you've probably driven by it a million times right? and you're like, I don't even know how to pronounce that name. Um, and it can be really intimidating to walk in there for the first time. So I just thought maybe I would talk about it a little bit. Um, it's actually a worldwide organization. So okay. you can find information at alanon.org. Um, but there are meetings everywhere. Um, and it is essentially a 12-step program. So I didn't think I was a group person. Sure. Um, I walked into Al-Anon thinking it was going to be a program that taught me how to get my loved one sober. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually... Um, a program that taught me how to get healthy myself. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. And so this is something that, like you said, you mentioned Alano house and uh, the places around here. Uh, is this something for, as well as for people that not only family members, but also people physically that are themselves dealing with uh, alcoholism or addiction and things like that. So interestingly enough, there are several of us <laughs> um, who often find themselves so once you get sober from alcohol, mm-hmm. chances are you still have plenty of friends and family members sure. um, surrounding you that are not going to get sober or haven't gotten sober. And it can be interesting to navigate because while we work the same 12 steps in Al-Anon, mm-hmm. it's through a very different lens. Like in, in AA, you're really focused on um, getting sober. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just, that's one way to look at sure. things. but once you get outside your own realm of control and you're dealing with people around you that you have zero control over, that's a very different way to look at recovery. Absolutely. And I mean, when you get to the point of, uh, I guess, having, realizing you have the problem going through those steps, I mean, it's, it's not something that is a quick remedy for, for the individual or the family members. It is something that you constantly need to be mindful of and aware uh, of your surroundings, your your family. Uh, many people have uh, people that deal with alcoholism and addiction and realize, okay, well, I not only need to be mindful of them and they need to be mindful of, of what's going on with what their addiction and what they're dealing with, but also I need to be thinking about that in, in a whole. Like you said, it, it, it kind of opens the lens a little bit uh, of what's going on in your surroundings when you do start to understand what other people are dealing with. So tell me, um, obviously, um, 
you, you, you've gone through uh, these groups and you've been a part of these groups. How has, how has being a part of Al-Anon helped you? Um, I came into Al-Anon uh, from a place of desperation. Uh, I had tried everything mm. to get my loved ones sober. I will tell you that if someone you love could be gotten sober through sheer power of will sure. and loving them, um, I would have made that happen. I was very singularly focused on trying to make that happen for the people in my life that just couldn't seem to break the cycle of addiction. Um, but what I found was my life had become completely unmanageable. Um, I did not know who I was. I, I was totally focused on um, people around me that mm. I legitimately had no control over. And what Al-Anon taught me was a really valuable lesson um, that our instincts, like our gut response to trying sure. to help someone in that type of a situation is almost always not helpful. Yeah. Uh, um, it's a very, it's a set of skills that are useful to learn because it's counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. um, so as opposed to trying to help the other person, trying to um, map out a way to recovery mm -hmm. for them, what I had to do instead was turn inward and figure out what it looked like for me to be healthy to stop asking my person who was struggling with their own struggles to mm -hmm. stop managing my feelings about their struggle. Right. They have plenty of feelings of their own. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of people will, will take it upon themselves to be that, you know, everybody's a loving person. Well, most people are, uh, and they have that, that innate instinct of helping others and really thinking, Okay, well, if I've got, even if I think I have my life in order, I'm going to see somebody else that may not and may have an issue, and I'm going to take it upon myself to help them. But then a lot of times that can hurt you as the person trying to help the other person because uh, you got to, it's not an easy task to help for one person to take on. So having that, that group that surrounds you. Uh, and gives you those resources and professionals that understand uh, how that all works. But also it's it's tough, too, when you're talking to somebody, because whether they be a close friend or family member, usually they'll they'll close. They may close themselves off and get farther and distance themselves farther away from you. And the problem may persist and, and get even more difficult for them to solve it. Well, isolation is a really big problem. Um, it becomes a very big issue for both the person who's struggling with the alcoholism mm -hmm. or addiction and the people who are trying to love them through that situation. So um, I found I became very isolated because I was trying to cover for um, a person in my life that was, and so I, I stopped going to things or I would um, begin covering for, or sure. I would start stepping in and I became, I couldn't, I didn't have a safe place to really talk about or unpack how I felt about these things because I didn't want anyone to look at them poorly. Yeah. So having this place to go in a group of people that have had the exact same struggles as I have, it all looks different. Everybody's stories is, are different. Um, but there are certain commonalities for mm -hmm. people who have grown up in a home um, where alcoholism was an issue. You learn coping mechanisms for people who have friends or family that they're, 
um, intimately involved with that um, can't seem to break this cycle. And and I kind of lost myself mm. in in trying to. And also what happened was it became very easy to look at this very obvious problem in my life yeah. and ignore all the other things I wasn't doing to take care of myself or to get better or to be healthy. Um, I was, I found myself self-destructing over and over again through jobs, through relationships, through, um, it, it was really just such a blessing to stumble into this program Mm -hmm. of people who could just, um, give me a place to be peaceful for an hour. Like sometimes that was the only hour of peace I got all week long because I would just so easily get wrapped up in this chaos Mm -hmm. and trying to manage the chaos and just being sure if I said things or did things in the right order and the right way that this problem could be solved. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm, I'm grateful for the program, which is why I get excited to talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. It sounds, I mean, just from uh, candid conversations that you and I have had uh, for the past few weeks and you telling me about how great it is and the the things that are available, you know, and I honestly didn't realize it, that there was uh, some of these groups that were right here that people could uh, to go to, whether it be an individual that's struggling or family members, because it doesn't just affect one person. It affects all those people around them. And even too, uh growing up for a lot of people with alcohol uh, around a lot of people would just say, oh, well, that's normal. That's, you know, that's just either the part of your lifestyle, part of your family and what you're, it's a lot of things that you're used to. And they don't sometimes realize that, okay, that you may be used to that, but it's, it's causing a problem and it's a problem for others. And then some people that are trying to help those think that maybe they start to look inward and say, well, Am I the problem? Am I causing this problem for this other person and this people in my family and my friends? So, yeah, having those people that, like you said, give you that sense of peace, even just for an hour, uh, but also give you resources and tools to be able to help not only someone close to you and your family, but also start to realize, okay, maybe maybe I can be uh, helpful to other people. Some people I may have never met before that come to these groups and offer them peace as well. Um, this is awesome. I, I, I love this. And I know that there are resources uh, to the community. And I want to tell people that uh, you're not alone. You, you have resources right here in Southwest Michigan. Elisa, where, where could we go uh, to learn more? If we wanted to either go online or is there a, a number to call? Uh, I know there's a couple different places. Uh, but what what would you say are, is a good spot for people to find information about Al-Anon? Yeah, so locally we have a website. It's berriancountyalanon.org. Okay. Sorry. Um, but you can always go to the the Worldwide Fellowship of Al-Anon. So it's A-L-A-N-O-N.org. You okay. can search for meetings there. You can search for um, answers. To, sure. Should I Should I be in a meeting? Should I not? Do I... Um, there are Zoom meetings available. There are phone call meetings available. There's um, there are a lot of resources there. Yeah, there's a lot of people. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are nervous about even just showing up mm-hmm. and, and it's like, oh, I, again, don't 
may not want people to know that, you know, I'm struggling or I have somebody that is struggling. Anonymity is a huge part of this program. So I'd, I'd just like to say that I am intentionally giving up my anonymity to talk about this today. I, I do that because the program has changed my life so much that I, I just want to tell everyone about it. Um, there are people like me who stay for years in the program because it, I find I'm, I'm getting those tools to deal with situations that I that I don't understand, sure. tools to deal with things. Um, so, so yeah, that's great. No, Alisa, uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Honestly, I, I like you know it's a, it was a big step for you to uh, to even just step in the room with me and have this conversation with the microphones on. Uh, and I appreciate you doing that and getting this information out to the community again. BarionCountyAlanon.org. You can find more information. A lot of good stuff right there. Uh, and there's help for people right here in Southwest Michigan. But Elisa, thank you so much. Thank you for letting me talk about it. Got something to say with Johnny Reinhardt, highlighting the people and events making the news and making a difference on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Have something to say? Email Let's Talk at WSJM.com.